Welcome everybody, this is Joe Osden here um, and my podcast about rosacea talks. Um, so today I'm walking my dog so you may hear a little bit of nature sounds but this is where my inspiration has risen to make this podcast so I have to serve myself and honour myself in expressing as and when it comes and walking my dogs this morning is that time. So on my rosacea or in my rosacea freedom private Facebook group I'm um, offered a poll and for people to give me an idea of what their interest was what their subjects was of what they would like to hear about rosacea and the first one was mindset of which I made a video within the group and then the second most favorite was gut and rosacea so I'd like to speak about that today so within the group I've had lots of lovely lovely comments about people's experiences with gut health and trying different diets and all their experiences really with gut rosacea and I just wanted to speak about that as when I'm reading these comments it's very um people are writing about their experiences obviously so it's an outside experience and you know this writing could go on for a good two or three paragraphs and then at the end they write but I think stress is my major cause of my gut health so I'm reading all of this stuff about um, supplements um, gluten free um, keto just all these different ways that people are consuming their time and beautiful energy in trying to address what it is that is causing their rosacea Lots of Googling goes on, lots of searching. I understand that I've been there. 13 years of my life was exactly that. And I tried hundreds of treatments and spent thousands and thousands of pounds. But what's so interesting to me about reading all of the information that thank you so much for sharing is that hardly any of you or any of the people I'm listening to are talking about themselves. They're talking about this as an outside experience. Rosacea landed... You know, I woke up with rosacea, so something I'm doing or something I'm eating or something I'm not researching is the cause for my face. And then amongst that, there's this thing about stress, anxiety, emotional trauma. Not even trauma, they're not even mentioning trauma, it's more emotional discomforts or things that are going on with them how they're describing it and you know what blows my mind and what makes me really passionate about this work is that nobody hardly any of you are talking about you you're talking about something that you're trying to help cure your face and that is of course the journey we are trying to do all things to help us heal our face but it's so external My belief on this is that you've become so sensitized in your body from something that isn't working for you, from a past experience, a trauma, a conditioning, a relationship, a father, a mother, that we consume inside of our bodies, you know, it lies in our muscles, in our tissues, in our bones, until we address it. And you can sort of think of your body as a big old suitcase something you've experienced that hurt you get sends you pain maybe even you're in survival mode at some point you're stuffing these in you try to hold yourself together you are the glue 
and it resides. And for us with rosacea, it's our belly. So if we are sensitized from an outside experience or something that we've experienced or our minds or whatever it is holistically, then it, re- it affects our tummies, our bellies, our guts. So then we create all this heat because it's like a holding ground. You imagine like everything is getting held in that basement and there's lots of spaces down there for our past history, our troubles, our worries, our concerns to hide. So then the foods that we eat add to that sensitivity, especially heat-building foods, as in nightshades, your tomatoes, your aubergines, your peppers, your foods that create heat in the body. This is why people notice that when they have a drink of alcohol, their face becomes warm, because it's a heat-building thing that we're ingesting. And for me, my body used to crave heat. You know, I used to eat curries. I used to eat tomatoes like apples with salt on, um, peppers, anything with a spice. I used to have a Jamaican food store next to the hairdressers that I worked in. And, um, oh, you know, I used to go there every day and just nosh this food and then wonder why I would break out in all these pustules and red nose and my red chin. But at that time, I was fueling my own fire. So the more sensitive I was to my outside to the grief I was carrying, to the very difficult relationship with my mother, from being a workaholic, from burying my head in the sand, from um, not communicating, from blaming people, from feeling anger, from frustration. I was just sort of fueling that fire with all the foods, the alcohol, trying to distract myself, but it didn't. It just took me further away from myself and into insomnia and I was just winding myself up into this sort of real state of desperation feeling like I was existing so I guess what I'm trying to say here is my passion is to pull people back into them even when I'm teaching yoga for the last 11 years there's so many branches to the practice philosophy sanskrit so many ways to go into yoga But for me, it's about you. How do you feel? What do you notice? What's going down with you? What emotions are coming up? It's all about this reconnection. It's like a rebound back to yourself. And the transformation that comes from that. The self-trust that builds from that. The self-belief that comes from that. I've had a lady, 55, come for me for a week. And say that she's, for the first time in her life, she's fallen in love with herself. This is what we're missing, is ourselves. It's got nothing to do... Of course we have food sensitivities, people do, but normally there's a reaction for this. This is what I believe, this is a holistic approach, you know, and um, it's not just me that believes it, there's many, many people out there. So this outside searching is so painful for people, you know, this Googling, this... And, and, you know, and most people write in thoroughly, what I heard is, what I heard was, what, I, what I've read is, what I'm doing is. And it's like this thing, I mean, control is another podcast. But this control, this need, this must to know what it is. You know, like to believe in your head that you know what is best for your body. When, when you're not even allowing your body, your soul, your spirit to show up for you and guide you and this is the difference this is the massive massive difference is that we come into this massive thinking space of 
yeah, that must be right, that must work, you know, I will try that, I will put myself on this really strict diet and, you know, um, deny myself of things that I loved, especially as a child, you know, like, I don't know about you, but I grew up on meat and two veg and a pudding, maybe it was apple pie and custard, you know, there was this like real sort of, that was it, there was, oh, and then we used to have a takeaway on a Friday, fish and chip night on a Friday, I'm English, so it was fish and chips you know so and there was a biscuit there was a biscuit barrel and there was chocolate and there was ice cream in the freezer but because it was there was everything was so balanced none of us really overindulged in any of it it was just like you know we had to sit at the table and eat our dinner like you're not getting down from the table until you're finished whether it was a brussels sprout or a pea or a bit of broccoli that you just want digging but you know that was the thing so it was balanced within that but it was quite basic and you know, so I'm just like this control of, you know, there's so much of it out there. I just need to be in control. In control of what? Like, why don't you let your soul shine? Why don't you let your body, you know, the thing that you crave, why don't you take? As in, like, if I fancy a piece of chocolate, then I'll take a piece of chocolate. But I only probably could eat a couple of squares because I'm just so not interested in, my body doesn't crave that energy anymore, that sort of, you know, I'm not in that ex- that anxiety place or... You know, that chocolate doesn't look at me, sort of tempting me in and like, come on, take another bit. I don't get that anymore because I'm, I sort of know where I'm at with myself. So, gut. It's like, drop the rules. We need to find, you need to find your honesty, your truth. Like, what is it actually like to be completely you? Give yourself a break, you know. Give yourself just this beautiful break. Wake up in the morning and just go with, create some space, remove the layers of what was and just come in. Yes. And like in that reading of what I'm reading about people, how many they've tried, I mean, it blows my mind. Vitamins and minerals that you're just pumping into your system because, you know, some clever pharmaceutical or vitamin um, vitamin company have put rosacea or some sort of skin sort of acknowledgement and then of course we're desperate so we we take it and then that stress so for me in the whole of the paragraphs that I'm reading and everybody's you're mentioning stress in like tiny in just like a small little sentence at the bottom and for me it's like what are you going to do about that stress you know, it could be just something that needs changing very easy, very simple. And I've done it so many times with people that could change that. So the stress eases and you don't. Your gut softens, your body comes back to self and you start to feel it and know it and understand it and discover it and to become, you know, the biggest concern for you is self-mastery and to you know, taking all that you are, you have been, you've done, and just up-leveling and becoming the magnificent person that you were born to be. It's like, what are you going to do about that stress? Why is that stress making you, you know, believe, think that the gut, of course, uh, you know, a healthy mind, a softer mind, a healthier body, better choices, in everything, in life, growth, evolving, transformation. This is where 
we should be looking we should be looking at that little word stress that is mentioned once in a whole little story of what you've you know what you're taking what you're doing what you've tried it's such an energy wasting like you're just it's just a waste of precious life when all in 99.9% nearly every case is you're just you just need to arrive home you just need to live from a place of your truth of your bliss of your essence of your authenticity and then just watch what happens to the body it balances it starts showing up it feels happier healthier your face fades and your food choices change just like that you know you don't have to control it it just changes because you'll know you'll resensitize yourself to yourself so well that you'll know if you put something in your body that doesn't feel just like that so you learn from that why would you want to continue to do it because you don't feel as vibrant as you did before you ate it or you know that's the message here you know if we're trying to block out or deflect from what is truly us we're going to get into all these diets and regimes and addictions and taking pills and mindset so I don't know what are your thoughts on this it'd be really great to hear from you but I just wanted to share that I hope the wind or my dog's panting or wasn't too much of a distraction but like I say when the mood comes I need to express otherwise I sort of lose the, um, you know, the passion for the message, and the message was this. So I hope you have a lovely day. Let let me know your thoughts. Um, give me a thumbs up or a thumbs down, and just let me know how this resonates with you. And any questions? And um, yeah, um, have a lovely, lovely day or evening. And thanks for listening. Bye bye.